This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode 137, Advanced Training and Go In. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Puppy Training Podcast today. You guys, it is snowing here in Utah today. In case you're listening at a different time than real time, just to give you some perspective, it is April, the middle of April, and we have three inches of snow covering our lawn. Previously, we had two feet, which I know is a lot, and it melted over the past few days. So I woke up this morning, and I will admit I was a bit disheartened. (laughs) Not just me either, my dogs too. I took Baxter and Bruno out this morning to go potty. They came right back in, jumped on the sofa, and went back to sleep after they pottied, of course. But they're like, yeah, we're out. (laughs) Um, So even they are ready for the snow to go away. We are ready for spring here in Utah for sure. That reminds me, watch our Instagram over the next month for tips on spring cleaning, grooming, paws, nails, toys, muddy paws, etc. And then follow us also at Baxter and Bella for free training tips and videos that's on Instagram. And then YouTube at Baxter and Bella. We have plans to grow that channel over the coming months. So check it out, subscribe today and watch for fun things we have in store. We talk a lot about puppies on this podcast or new dogs starting out with their training. So we focus a lot on that. But today I want to dive into some advanced behaviors a little bit. In fact, one in particular, but maybe your dog has completed our basic and intermediate levels and needs a little challenge, or perhaps you are training your own service dog. I know I have many clients who are doing that and you just want a little more. Okay. Or maybe you are looking to do therapy work with your dog. In your local community, we get a fair number of requests for that as well. Um, And just looking for a few tips. So we have an advanced learning module inside our program, as well as a four-week advanced level course just for you. Now, to give you an example of something you might learn in this module, let me give you a scenario. This can apply to everyone, not just the service dog family, okay? Meal times happen, what, usually three times a day in the average family home? Does your dog want to be part of it? (laughs) I see some of you like, yep, uh, that's my house. Do you find yourself doing your best to keep your dog off the table, counters, and just out of the way in general? You know, the dog that's kind of always at your feet in the way. In our intermediate course, we teach your dog the concept of station work or teaching your dog to stay on place until released. In our advanced training, we teach your dog the go in cue. This teaches your dog to go under the table or under a desk or under something, lie down, and remain there until released. Now for service dogs, we use this when we are at a restaurant or anywhere we need our dog to tuck away and not be in the way of others, right? Or people in public. We practice this behavior under a desk, a table, if we're in a booth, etc. Now at home, you can use it in the same way. So under a desk while you're doing homework or office work or your kids are doing homework, um, under the table while eating a meal, Okay, if you're joined together as a family or friends are over and you're having dinner together, this works great. Now think of everything your dog cannot be doing in the kitchen if they are laying under your table calmly waiting, right? They can't be begging. They can't be jumping in people's laps. They can't be putting paws up on the counter to serve for something yummy. It's pretty awesome, right? 
So I'm going to teach you today how to get your dog to do this. To teach this, I'm going to have you start with luring. Now remember, anytime we teach a new behavior, we can always go back to this starting phase of luring, which is using food to show your dog what the behavior looks like. We're showing them what to do, okay? Put that food reward, keep it small, just the size of a pencil eraser, right on your dog's nose and lure them under the table into a down position. Now, the second they're laying down, I want you to mark yes and give them the food reward. When we're first introducing this task, I'm going to assume that your dog knows a basic downstay and has some duration built into it. So the downstay has been proofed is what we call it using the four D's. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then I need you to go back to our basic and intermediate level courses and learn that and then come try this one. But uh, to continue forward with this, after several initial reps of luring your dog under the table in a down position, you can start to say, go in as you point under where you're wanting them to go. So under the table, under the desk, under the booth, uh, et cetera. So after 10 plus reps of using the new cue, meaning you're saying go in and they do it, and you're probably helping them do it, right? You're luring them under into position. I want you to drop out the food lure. And then you just reach for the reward to pay them after they do the behavior of laying under the table. So we're simply eliminating the help of the food lure within, you know, 10 plus reps, 10, 20 reps or so should be enough. So your dog is now choosing to do the behavior without the help. Then they're being rewarded for the behavior once they do it. Okay. We call that losing the lure. So we lure them to teach them and show them, this is what I want you to do. And then we put it on cue. And once they're used to hearing the cue and doing the action, and they've paired, we've paired that together enough times, we can drop out that help and we just say the cue and the dog does it. It's beautiful. So then we're going to increase the length of the go-in behavior next. You might wait several seconds and then release with your release cue. For my release cue, I like to use okay. And I say it in that same unique tone every time. So my dog recognizes it. It's different than just my normal, okay, whatever kind of vocabulary, okay? Okay, okay, that's a lot of okays. Um, some people use the word release. You can just say release, right? So pick something that's comfortable for you. You should already have one because your dog at this point knows a downstay, right? And if you need help with a release cue, we help with that in our basic and intermediate modules. So you're going to say okay in that same unique tone every time your dog um, does it or you're releasing them and your dog will start to recognize that. Now, initially you can reward on the okay. So I say, go in, my dog goes under the table, they lay down, I say, okay, they get up, they come out, I pay them, right? I want you to transition paying them on the okay to paying them in the behavior. Uh, initially, we pay on the okay because we want them to understand you can now move and they follow that reward out from under the table. But once they understand that, that that's the release word for this behavior, we help them generalize that. Then we can start to pay them while they're in the behavior, which is strengthening the behavior they're currently in. Make sense? All right. So with each succession, we just start to add a little time before giving our release cue. I want you to refrain from practicing too many of these in a row, just like down stays or sit stays. Our dogs have attention spans and they don't really love doing the same thing over and over again. They like us to mix it up a bit. So I typically do three to five reps. Then we'll practice something else like tricks or something fun. Maybe I pull out a tug toy and we play a little game, something that my dog enjoys and involves movement. And then we can go back and practice another go in. 
So I like to practice this when it makes sense for me. The easiest meal time to practice with is usually breakfast at my house because for me that involves a bowl of Cheerios, which takes me about five minutes to eat. And my dog at this age can probably handle if I'm intermittently rewarding him for being under the table in a down position, I can usually make that stretch out to about five minutes. So dinner time would be something that's harder. Most people take, you know, 30 to 60 minutes to enjoy a dinner, maybe longer if you have, you know, guests over and you're having some conversations. Uh, Again, start with the easy meal, whether that's breakfast, lunch, maybe even just a snack, and then we can progress to uh, longer times. Now, uh, consider your puppy's work ethic in this, how patient they are, how focused they are during the session. Usually, you know, I do a couple of these, like I mentioned, and then we play and then you can go back to it. But over time, you're going to build this out to, you could build this out to several hours. Now, most family meals are not that long, so don't overdo it on time. I like to tell clients, train behaviors you will actually use. While no training is ever wasted, as it's usually quality time with your dog, right? There is also no need to stress about reaching a certain level if you'll never use that level, okay? Now, just like we did with the downstay, we proof this go-in behavior too. We start by adding duration. As described already, we're adding time. Then we start to move away from the table while they remain under it. Then we add distractions, such as getting up and down and moving the chair in and out, being careful and respectful of where our puppy's laying, of course. We might add people to the scenario as well. So that's right. In the beginning, I'm making this as easy as possible for my dog to succeed. So I'm training with just me in the room. Once my dog is showing success, we are ready to proof this behavior. We introduce the family. So possibly one at a time, depending on my dog's abilities. Okay. All right. I think you get the idea. If you're up for a challenge and want to teach your dog a new useful skill, give go in a try. It's a fun one. Dogs can be part of the meal time in a calm, settled way. There's no need to be begging or barking. They can simply relax under the table while you and your family or friends enjoy a meal together. If you need training help, that's what we're here for. You are welcome to join our lifetime membership and get a one-on-one coaching session whenever you need it, really, for all of your individual questions. Now, all of our classes and courses are recorded and available on demand for you to view when it works best for you. We want you to succeed, so we are here to help. You guys, I hope it is sunny and pleasant weather where you are today. I'm hoping for sunshine for all of you. Our sun is just starting to peek through the clouds, and my dogs are ready to go play. So I think that's what we'll do. Now we just need that snow to melt, but I think it's going to happen. I have my fingers crossed. You guys have an awesome week and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 